Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. Hey friends, it's me, Courtney. Welcome to another episode of the Sober Vibes Podcast. It's just me today. Just get me today. Um, So I hope everyone is doing okay with the current circumstances the whole world is under. Um, Crazy times. Crazy, crazy, crazy times. And... I don't really know kind of how to talk upon this other than I'm just trying to stay in my own lane, you know, because it's hard. It's it's sad. Some people believe that this is um, a crisis. Some people are like, whatever, this is not a crisis, but there's something going on here. I mean, and everybody's point of view is different, and of course, I'm talking about the COVID-19 crisis that we're currently on. I didn't really want to speak on this and I haven't really been speaking on it or, you know, calling it COVID-19 or coronavirus. I don't know. But lately, in the past couple of weeks, a turn of events have happened in where this is, um, it's in Michigan. Detroit Metro is a mess. It will get better, and Michigan has become the third state. I believe it's New York, New Jersey, and then Michigan. So for the people who are like, you know, my area's fine. Well, it could be fine right now, but you never know what's going to happen in a couple weeks. Um, So my love goes out to Detroit and to the state of Michigan because I have nothing but love in you know, my heart's here in pure Michigan. I know I make fun of the people who wear the white New Balances <laughs> um, and call it the pure Michigan look, but I, it's all in good fun, okay? But I really, my heart goes out to everybody. And I think this is something until really it affects your backyard or you listen to your nurse friends on the front lines of this insane what a disaster that it is when they're in the hospitals and on the front lines and then you know they're reporting back to you and letting you know that it's not just like 80 year olds who are passing away that they're having 30 year olds code out that's scary it is scary and I don't like to live in a place of fear I really don't I don't and currently I mean this is the first time since I started working like really working since I was like 12, 13 years old, that I am unemployed, laid off because of the bartending and the restaurants being shut down. So I was uh, let go of work. I'm trying to do the math. This is very, very strange. And now I think I feel, I get now 
the mindset of retirees. Like when retirees, when I talk to retirees and they're like, every day is the weekend. I'm like, get it, like how they live. <clears throat> so let's see. So this started March 16th for me. Okay, so it happened a couple days um, where I work was on the news. It was like the first restaurant <laughs> to be blown up on the news in the area that I live in. The news did us dirty on that of how they reported that. Um, so I didn't go into work that weekend because the day that it was issued um, for a patient being in there or a, a you know patient zero, whoever it was, I decided to self quarantine, and a couple of us did who worked that day of when that person said they were they were going to go in. So I didn't go in that weekend, and then I went in on Monday the sixteenth, March sixteenth, and I worked. It was just me in there, and I haven't been to work since. So. You know, it's just different, man. It's really different. I don't consider this like a vacation. Um, it's it's strange because you are bound to your house. You have to stay indoors. I hope everybody's staying indoors. I mean, obviously going out when you need supplies and like going for walks. I've been doing walks on a daily almost and those have helped. It's just It's just crazy. It's just crazy and my heart and soul hurts for a lot of people. And I have a lot of empathy and sympathy for the situation and what's happening. And for the people working on the front lines, I love you. If you're a nurse, uh, if you're a nurse, send me an email. I want to send you something just for doing your part um, on the front lines. And I love nurses and doctors too. So what I kind of wanted to talk about too is I want to give some ways to help you stay sober and sane through this time. Even if you're a listener of this podcast and you are not sober, which is fine, like it's fine. But these are good tips too for sanity because I really do, seeing the big picture of this, I know this is extremely difficult for a lot of people to sit their fucking asses indoors. I know it is. For me, not so much because since I'm out and about a lot, like now it is kind of, but I have, especially in my sobriety, I, my home is my sanctuary. And I love being at home. I guess in my sobriety, I've become a homebody. I mean, I enjoy going out and doing things, but I am happy at home. And through my recovery, I have been able to sit in my own thoughts and be comfortable with myself. So like, this is okay for me in a sense of, I'm not going fucking stir crazy. But if you are, I, I, my heart goes to you because you do, these are times where it's like, you can't go out and shop, so you can't be distracted by that. You can't go out and eat, so you have to make meals for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of distractions have been taken away from you for you to just sit and be like, okay, cool. Now, for people of, I don't know, I mean, I was born in 82, so we were used to board games and um, puzzles and all of that jazz, but also... We have had the internet. I always like calling it the internet. We have had this in our life too for a very long time, and what we have relied on as like so we're like in that generation where it's kind of 50 50. 
of being able to be like, okay, this is what it was like when we were kids. Like we went outside on a daily basis and rode our bikes and shit, man. You know, so you really have to kind of go back or like puzzles. I've been trying to find a puzzle everywhere. And I went to Target real quick the other day, sold out. Amazon sold out. So I have two friends who are doing puzzles and they told me when they completed their puzzles, they're going to let me borrow it. So thank you. Um, so going back to like just staying indoors and being okay with yourself. So for the people who, this goes back to the sanity point I'm trying to make. Some people are going to come out of this fucked up and we all might get a little fucked up with coming out of this, even to a social anxiety. So this is where I encourage you to try to FaceTime as many people as possible in an appropriate amount of time a day or like, you know, just making a point even to, to go outside and for a walk. And when you're out picking up your supplies and groceries, say hello to people, please. Make up conversation with Sally who's checking you out at your local grocery store. Just using Sally as an example. Um, but keep that interaction going. So that's where I have five tips for you. And I think these are good. Create a structure for yourself. I think there was two days in this, you guys. Like, talk about Pig Mountain. I think there was two days in this that I didn't... I didn't shower. I just brushed my teeth. I don't even think I washed my face. I'm saying this on a, um, <laughs> I'm being one hundo with you. Uh, yeah, I was a pig. Like it was, but it's okay. Just because I also too, it's like, it's a funk for me because I am such a, and I know this happened, a lot of women in sobriety and recovery are like this, where it's like you're almost like a natural born hustler. And when I say hustler, I mean like on the move and the go as I go back to working. At one time of my life, I had three jobs and I was fine with it. Um, so I kind of got myself into a funk for these past two weeks and plus two with taking on you know, the news every day and social media. I'm currently on a social media break. So if you've noticed that my, both of my um, Instagram accounts, I even didn't do a podcast uh, a week ago because I, I needed a fucking break. I did. And I'm so happy that I was like, okay, this was too much. When the numbers started coming out of Detroit, it was just like, oh, this is too much. And I almost gave myself the big one. And I had to just like throw my phone. I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this because this is a constant state of anxiety that it's gonna, it's giving me panic attack. So, um, so going back to the creating structure, get up and shower. Okay, get up, pretend like the days that you're supposed to go to work, and I've been doing this. The days that I'm used to working and being out of the house, I get up, shower brush my chompers, or if I don't want to shower for the day, I at least slap on some deodorant and wash my face and put on a little bit of makeup and spruce myself up. I'm still spraying perfume on myself because, you know, I still want my husband to be extremely attracted to me when we get out of this quarantine situation. So provide so much of structure. If you're used to working that day, don't, like, don't even think about it, like, taking a nap. Just fulfill that time with maybe some house chores or if you got to work from home, work from home during those hours. You know, you, you have to make this work for yourself. Still put yourself to bed at a reasonable hour. Just do all the things that you would have done 
besides going to work. Uh, number two, your health and wellness. You have got to keep it moving. The serotonin level has to be up right now, up, up, up. You can do that by walking 30 minutes a day. I mean, shit, we have the time during this. You can even up your walk to an hour if it's a nice day out. Last week it was raining out and it was really emo of me. <laughs> as my sister told me, as she called me when I was um, on the walk. And I was out there with my umbrella and just walking. My neighbors might have thought I was crazy, but like whatever, because I needed to get out and get my walk in. So create this this exercise routine for you in some way. I'm not talking about doing the most seven days a week, um, but just doing something. And if you have questions about more about workout programs, message me to email me and I can suggest some to you. In this wellness too, I would strongly suggest trying to keep your nutrition somewhat reasonable. Trust and believe I was emotionally eating my feelings, but on um, I'm starting a new program with a couple of my gal pals Monday, which will be a couple. So Monday I'm starting this week and I am getting back onto my nutrition because the past couple of weeks, I mean, I've gained seven pounds since being at home. And that's just like, because of emotional eating, not moving as much as I used to, and just my structure has been taken away. And I've been in that funk. I'm just being honest. And it's just like that seven pounds, it doesn't define me, but it's also like, I'm not coming out of this 25 pounds overweight. <laughs> I can't. And it, you just don't feel good. So with your nutrition, if you need to, just add in some vegetables. Try to eat a couple more vegetables extra each day and hydrate the fuck out of yourself. Pound that water. Pound it. Um, the spiritual side, number three, your spiritual side. I think this is good. I think you need to connect to your God, connect to your universe, Buddha, whoever you connect to. Really dig deep in that right now because it is uncertain times. Even though I know that we're all gonna we're gonna make it and we're gonna come out of this stronger than fucking ever. And I really hope that the the United States of America stays united as much as we are right now through all of this and just get into your faith. If you need to meditate extra, meditate extra. You know, again, you have the time. You really do. Uh, number four, create connection, going back to FaceTiming people. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I when this started, I uh, upped my virtual meetings. I always do one each month. I've been doing them since October. And I do them from women in sobriety, recovery. And I usually chat. I usually like to teach a little bit. And then I open up the meeting of if anyone wants to talk, you know, we just kind of open it up. It's a It's an open floor. My meetings are not based off a 12-step program. My meetings are not based off my own bullshit. My meetings are for women connecting and supporting one another through sobriety. Ian, too, if you're in active addiction, please come and join us, okay? Because connection is key. And there is a fine line right now of self-quarantine and then isolation. And it's a slippery slope for us in sobriety and recovery because it's a trigger. Because when we feel isolated, that's like, a, that's a, uh, what's the word? 
I don't want to say a habit, but it's something that alcoholics and drug addicts do do. And people with mental illness do this too, where they isolate and almost like recluse themselves. And you might be shaking your head and being like, yes, I'm one of those persons. So it's really, and that's where it's like, okay, we have to self-quarantine, but that doesn't mean we have to isolate ourselves and not talk to anybody. So please come and join the virtual meetings. I will put all of this information in the show notes below. Um, and number five, please feel your feelings. This is why I had to get off of social media and detox for it for a week because I was sick and tired of listening to, um, I was sick and tired of listening to people be like, oh, it's not that bad, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So like I said, if you're feeling a way and you're anxious and if you are coming from a place, you have this fear, okay, that's fine. And I don't want anybody to like tell you that that's not a valid feeling. So feel it. If you need to cry, go and cry into your pillow. Shower. I like shower cries. They're my favorite. Or driving around when you kick up some tunes and you just kind of drive and you get lost in the song and you cry. I mean, anyone else or just me? (laughs) So good cry, good car cry. Uh, If you need to scream into a pillow because you were anxious as fuck at home and like you are feeling like you're going batshit, scream into your pillow and be okay with it. That is okay to do. Nobody's watching you. Do it. Nobody gives a fuck. At this stage in the game, zero fucks are given, like the time I didn't shower for two days. Um, So feel those feelings and don't let anyone or anybody's social media or, you know, a loved one tell you differently. You know, somebody tells you to calm down, tell them to shut the fuck up at this point and say, my feelings are valid. Let me release this and then I'll calm down. You know, no woman likes to be told to, to be told to calm down. It's facts, guys. So don't ever tell your lady to calm down. Um, and those are my five tips. So I hope those help. And again, just keep your sanity because that's the most important part of all of this and When you come out of this, when we come out of this, we are going, I almost feel like it's kind of going to be an enlightenment and almost a reset for our our souls to not only one, if you are on unemployment right now or don't have a job, this is going to fucking come back to you of you having to look at your finances and your spending habits. And you might get out of this and be like, dude, I was like spending ridiculous amounts on money on nothing. Two, me detoxing from my phone has helped me starting to create new habits and just kind of being like, you know, because I am active on social media, just looking at where all of my time has gone on a day-to-day basis or really being like, man, I've spent a lot of time on my phone today. Um, do I need to be on that as much as I am connection with your spouse and your kids? I'm not a mother and you guys know my struggle with infertility, but I'm going to tell you this with the kids being at home. I'm sure it's fucking hell, but those little shitheads are going. And I say that with love. You know that I say this with love because I I love kids, but those little shits are going to be out of your house soon enough. And time is going to fly by like that. So look at this as a moment of being like, I am never going to get this age back with them or this time back. Let's sit down as a family. 
let's adjust of like, how are we going to do this new normal? Because Michigan schools were just called a couple days ago, and I'm sure that's going to happen a lot in these next few days with the, with states, um, for the year. When I say it got called, it got called for the year. So the kids aren't going back. So I know your kids might quote unquote be bored, but you're going to have to just be like, well, this was how it was when I was a child. I went outside or I sat and played or, you know, you just have to flip it with them, but just appreciate the time that you have with the kids and, you know, if you are unemployed and suffered a job loss, I, I, I feel for you. I really do. I really do. So I can't really say much more on that because it's, it's a fucking, it's a bummer. And I just, you know, we're going to bounce back. The economy is going to bounce back. The situation, we're all going to bounce back. And two, this situation is going to make sure that we all know to wash our fucking hands, you know? I mean, that's too for me, just like this little thing too of now when I come back from my Costco or Kroger trip where I like double wash my hands. I'm like, was I really doing this when I would return back from these grocery shopping trips? And the answer is like, no. Please message me if you've washed your hands coming back from taking like the, like with the groceries. Am I just a sick bush pig right now? Please let me know. A couple announcements to make. I hope that helps. I'm trying to keep this very, very, this episode short. Um, you know, you guys can always reach out to me. Email me, sobervibes at gmail.com. Please, 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 if you haven't already and love the podcast, um, please rate and review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I really do appreciate it. But the announcements I wanted to make. So I'm utilizing this time to finally get my ebook done. I'm going to start next week. I'm super jazzed about this. I have what I'm going to do. So I hope to launch that by May 1st. I might be coming on here in a little bit, future episodes down the roads. It might just be like, all right, you guys, June 1st, it's going to happen. But my goal is May 1st. But it all goes back to I'm taking this quarantine thing one day at a time. And honestly, like yesterday I had a migraine. So I sat inside in my bed from like two o'clock on. There wasn't much I could do. Today I feel good. I'm going to utilize it. Tomorrow I might be drained. We'll see. Each day you just gotta, you gotta, like sobriety, you gotta just take it one day at a time and protect your energy. So, new announcement. Um, If you are, May 18th, I set up for my five-day free alcohol and me challenge. If you're questioning your relationship with alcohol, please see the link in the show notes and come join, get on the waiting list. That is a five-day group I ran, I'm running. I just did my first one, and it went very well. And just to help you identify your if you have a toxic relationship with alcohol. So come and join that. Also, too, the Sober Vibe podcast is brought to you, or sponsored by, I'm sorry, is sponsored by um, my Sobriety and Me course, which I am doing during this time. I made it self-guided. And it really is, if you're questioning, if you're ready to stop drinking and ready to move forward in sober life, it is a good course for you um, to take and to help you with those first couple months of sobriety. It can go up to a year, but it's really talking to you about how to grieve it, 
um, building your own structure, your, your sober lifestyle. You know, we get deep with that. So please check that out as well. If you need help, like I said, reach out to me. I'm always here for you. And come join the virtual meetings for April. I have majority of April set up um, for women. Saturdays were at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And through the week, I kind of have them scattered. But again, you can find that link in my show notes. That's it. That's all I got today. Um, I love you guys. I'm sending you nothing but love wherever you are in this country. And I could get really emotional and I'm not going to cry. But um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. It's just, it's hard times and we're going to get through it. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I have some badass fucking people coming up um, from interviews. My pal Doug Boats will be on next week. Marnie Ray, I have her coming at the end of the month, and Stephanie. So good, good, good topics are going to come up. And then, of course, me and Sissy will be chatting with you. All right. Love you guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye.